Once upon a time, on the planet E-Bomb, long before Gun City and the arrival of Earthlings, before the Tamagotchis and the Crayolas, before the Void and the Cataclysm, there was a great war between the police, the ultimate good, the light of the universe, <laughs> the saints of decency, joy, and love, and the terrifier, an ancient evil, unknowable and untraceable, the thing that goes bump and grind in the night and bump and grind in the day. The war lasted almost a day, but everyone's tummies started to hurt. So it really needed to end so people could go home and watch TV. And the Terrifier won. Elves, men, dwarves, gnomes, all manner of mortal creatures of decent disposition were forced into slavery, or killed, or eaten, or all three. But just as quickly as the Terrifier won, he vanished. Presumably to terrify some other suckers. In his stead, he left the Terrifier's kingdom to his nards. Furry monsters with a gnarled underbite, bulging yellow eyes, a bat's nose, six legs like a mutated tripod with talons on the ends, two arms, and a penis that acts as a scorpion tail that whispers dark thoughts into their weird little ears. They did their best to rule over the orcs, goblinoids, and other nasty creatures who could finally live the brutal, bloodied life of their dreams. For years, however, these nards battled one another for supremacy as they always did, killed one another, drank, fought, started wars, enslaved the conquered, and did it all over again. Eventually, even some of the unruliest of nards grew tired of the ceaseless fighting. But it was all they knew. The Terrifier made all these horrendous monsters to do one thing, terrify. But without their leader, they were aimless, self-destructive, and soon possessed by the worst of things, ennui. They began to turn to literature of how things once were, but none of them could read. They cautiously approached their learned slaves and asked them for guidance. We want to be normal, said King Nardwar. We want to not kill each other. We want to use soap and be nice. We want to see if plumbing would be good for us. If not, just maybe pick a place to shit, rather than just wherever we're standing. And I want to sing, said one Nard. Shut up! And King Nardwar swallowed this Nard whole and slapped his belly and said, Ooh, you betcha. Then, possessed by lucidity, he said, See? That's not how we should solve problems. I have eaten too many guys. I don't want to eat guys. And so, over time, the slaves were freed. Elves, humans, dwarves, and the like were able to live amongst the Nards to help show them how to be regular. This did not sit well with all the Nards or other denizens of the Terrifier Kingdom. But so the threat... Whoops, nope. And so the threat of, the great, of a greater war looms. <laughs> cool. One of the cornerstones of this growing trend of teaching Nards how to be regular was adventuring. Adventurers from far and wide scoured the kingdom for lost treasures of being normal, or to free communities still under the tyrannical rule of slavers. They sought ancient magics, fought dark wizards, and befriended beasts that lurked beneath the planet and ruled its skies. Such adventurers were few and far between, but there were three such intrepid fellows nestled into the armpit of the kingdom, 
a small village that rests outside of King Nardwar's Claw Castle that's shaped like a claw, Trebuchet Village. Trebuchet Village is a bleak and vile little place with filled with nasty peasants and monsters and evil magic and a remarkable, peerless cruelty extended towards anyone unfortunate enough to live in the damn place. The stench of death and shit hung low and heavy, followed by the stench of foot, then the stench of death, then the stench of shit and death again, rounding it out. The town has all the trappings of a real place, though, including a lovely little general store run by ye old Sullivan the Frog. Its trebuchet village is first in hundreds of years, and it gets robbed only bi-weekly by orcs, nards, and the like. To run such a general store and protect it, ye old Sullivan hired three expert retail sales associates, each of whom, unbeknownst to the other, moonlight as adventurers themselves. Who are these three adventurers? <laughs> well, that's enough out of me at this point. I'll let them speak for themselves. And so... Who are each of you? Let's start with you, um, Dogen. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Dogen the Dirt Goblin. My whole life, I've loved dirt. I was born as an orphan with no mother or father, and I grew up on my own dirt farm, tending to my crops and selling dirt at the local farmer's market. It was a boring but fulfilling life, and one filled with dirt. One day, though, I was struck with a vision— I walked out to my fields and saw a burning dirt bush. A voice boomed forth from it. What's up, it said. This was the voice of Dogen the Dirt God, my namesake. I swore devotion to him immediately and became a paladin, a bold warrior spreading the gospel of dirt. I left my dirt farm under the care of my adoptive little brother, Dogen the Dirt Kobold, and moved to Trebuchet Village, where I took the first open room I found on Craig's Scroll. This room happened to be the cramped basement of a minotaur hype house, which has led to a lot of comedic and silly, almost Animal House-esque situations that maybe could be explored in the future, but also could just be left alone. By day, I work at Ye Old Sullivan's General Store, where I sweep dirt onto the floor from outside. My boss is awesome. He is so nice, and I respect him deeply because he has years and years more experience than me. I can't see that ever changing. <laughs> By night, I'm a daring adventurer, striking the fear of dirt into the hearts of monsters with my trusty shovel, which is named Dogen the Dirt Shovel. <laughs> By the time between day and night, I sleep or something, I guess. Thank you, Dogen. Yeah, right now, are you just sweeping dirt then in the general store? Yeah, sort of? I'm, I'm sweeping yeah. dirt, but I'm also not satisfied with how much dirt I'm bringing in, so I'm also like picking up dirt and putting it in my pockets and sprinkling <laughs> it around the floor, too. Yes, and you are a paladin, a level one paladin for for folks uh, who uh, uh, that ma- that's important for them. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's just some of them, right? You wield a war hammer. Um, it's a shovel. A yeah, war shovel. it's a shovel. It's a war shovel. I apologize, right? Uh, you're uh, yeah, and you have a one other item that's pretty interesting, which is a pouch of forever dirt. Um, we don't have to get into that now if you don't want to. Um, but it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Secret. Yeah. It's your secret. Um, I apologize then for even saying anything. Yeah. And so now, uh, we'll, we'll sort of look over, uh, in the store in the, in jo- Sullivan's general store, uh, maybe hanging out by, uh, uh, the, um, Doug LaBerger's, uh, deli counter is, uh, Patrick Yodar. Patrick Yodar. Patrick Yodar. What's up? Hi, how's it going? My name is uh, Patrick Yodar. I'm the uh, nephew of Trunchbull Yodar, uh, one of the most famous explorers (laughs) in all of Trebuchet Village. 
and uh, I am uh, writing that out until I eventually die. Uh, how do people get famous in uh, these times? I, I have uh, actually have no idea. I have no idea how somebody becomes famous nowadays. Uh, basically, do you just do you just walk up to somebody and say something like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a famous guy," and they and they believe you? I really I really have no idea. Uh, I've seen Uncle Trunchbull do that a few times, and uh, it's worked. And uh, I mean, really, there is no way for you to prove whether or not somebody is uh, famous in these times. And uh, my uncle could just be taking credit for some other Verdan. Uh, and I, I would be none the wiser, honestly. Uh, I live a pretty lavish life in the shadow of my uncle, and uh, it's taught me one very important life skill, uh, and it's shoplifting. Uh, God damn, God damn, do I love shoplifting! <laughs> oh man, you know I could, I could walk into any shop in Trebuchet Village and just say, uh, "Hey, I'm, I'm Trunchbull Yodar's nephew," and uh, they would at least give me a free fruit or something. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's funny to shoplift. <laughs> Uh, that's my thing. It's awesome. Uh, here's something kind of funny about me. I have uh, comically large balls. Absolutely, absolutely huge balls. It's very comical. A lot of people laugh, and uh, hey, I get it. Uh, anyway, I've uh, I've been working at Sullivan's General Store because uh, I think it's funny. I think it's uh, funny to, to work with poor people. Uh, my uncle is so rich that I can do that for fun. Can you believe it? Uh, anyway, that's enough about me. What about you? <laughs> Damn, that the Alda is so good. Fuck. You mean Alda? It's a Yodar. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking? Are you stupid? Impression. I'm sorry. Atrich Yodar. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're a Verdan uh, or a, Ver- a Verdan? I actually don't know the technical pronunciation of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, they are a uh, goblinoid race. Um, uh, I think they're in they're they're um in Acquisitions Incorporated is the source book they're from. So uh, I don't know if that's uh, I don't know I don't know much about Acquisitions Incorporated, but it's a cool looking race. Um, they're sort of like smart, inquisitive goblins. Um, uh, and yeah, they they also have what's interesting is they have like a, a sort of weird growth spurt that they go through at some point. So they sort of start goblinized goblin goblin size and then like kind of grow bigger when they're going through puberty or something um yeah and so you're hanging out by doug LeBurger's deli counter is he serving you up a flesh burger hey doug how about you how about you just slide me one of those burgers right there yeah no problem patrich oh so, great you're you're one of the best guys that works here i absolutely love you you're one of the hey, no one of my i love favorite, you too you're one of my favorite employees here I believe you every time you say it. I love you too. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. I would, I would kill somebody for you if I had. Hey, you. hey, you, you just might play your cards I, right. Oh, trust me. I, I mean, at times like these, we love violence, don't we? Yeah, always, always love violence in the Terrifier's Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. I love, I love, I love just getting my, my, my short sword under somebody's neck. <laughs> He sort of like laughs to himself and like shuts down the conversation. <laughs> don't you? Um, don't you just love it? Don't you just love it when you're yeah, 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 yeah. You're just, yeah. I mean, it's just like a, it's like a do-it-yourself tracheotomy. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, you gonna give me that burger now? Yep, here it comes. All right, and, thank, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. you you're beautiful. And we uh, we sort of move a little bit past 
the counter and we see another uh, fella, uh, um, uh, this time a dwarf of some kind, one evil Stevel. Oh, before actually, I should mention, sorry, didn't mean to take the thunder there. Uh, Patrick Yodar is a rogue. Uh, for whatever that's worth to people. Um, uh, again, it's first level, so not a lot of subclasses or sub anything already decided. But yeah, um, he's a, a rogue. Um, sorry, yes, please. Evil Stevel. Sup, I'm Evil Stevel, and I'm bad. Badder than a weasel with a needle. <laughs> Badder than a beaver that's a cheater. Badder than a threesome with a cheetah. Badder than a pizza on a pita. <laughs> That's why they call me Stevel or uh, or evil. I'm a hill dwarf cleric. I'll use my magic to deceive you. I'm also a Christian, so I really hate the devil. I'm Stevel, <laughs> like Steve and evil. I'm wide like a beetle, and I'm short like like a beetle. <laughs> yeah, so what? I'm lethal, <laughs> but I'm still evil. Evil Stevel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Evil Stevel is a cleric, uh, an evil cleric of the Death Domain. Yep. Um, so, uh, Death Domain is pretty cool. They have sort of take, in, invert the life domain. Yeah. All right. They do necrotic damage. They don't really do too much healing. It's sort of a, a damage dealing cleric type. Um, and yeah, he's a dwarf, a hill dwarf. So it's pretty cool. Uh, so what do you, what do you, what do you do in the store? Evil Steve? Like what's sort of your, I knock the cans off the shelves. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Sullivan, pick these up, man. Uh, uh, Sullivan, I think, I think, I think some of them are broken. I think, uh, uh, you might have to put that in the inventory. If you don't do it now, I'm knocking more cans over. (laughs) Hey, hey, you don't want to, you don't want to see this guy knock any more cans. I mean, it's just one of the only three guys in the town who won't just try to eat me. So there go the refried beans. Please stop. Okay, let me. Oh oh, no! Oh, I think that was the last. I I respect so deeply how you're handling the situation. I there goes the okra. I'm your biggest. Oh oh, no! Oh no! Not the okra. (laughs) No, that's gonna ruin. That is gonna ruin some customers' night. Please, we only have three produce in the aisle. Chilies and adobo sauce off the shelf. That's the third produce. Oh, and I'm out. (laughs) There are actually seven aisles in Sullivan's store. (laughs) (laughs) Produce, flesh, tools, alcohol, alcohol, and knickknacks, and then Doug LaBurger Deli Fresh, which I guess isn't an aisle, but more of a station. Um, So, yeah, you guys are sort of, it's sort of towards the end of the day. Um, you know, you're kind of eager. All of you are eager to get out for a couple of reasons, uh, which we'll get into. But uh, one of which is today's a big day in the kingdom of the Terrifier. Um, it is the uh, uh, the murder celebration uh, because uh, the prince, Prince Jumanji, is turning five, which is the age of murder. Um, so, you know, you're all eager to get out and there's festivities, but also each of you have sort of a, a job to do with the festivities, which we'll get into. But before you can do that, and while Sullivan is sort of, uh, 
trying to stack the shelves, uh, stack the cans back up, but Evil Stevel is just a few inches taller than him, so he just is able to like sort of pr- like stuff it in his face. Um, you like that? He doesn't no, like it. No, I can they, tell. I can tell yeah. looking over here that he does not like you're, it. You're something about you, Patrick Yodar. It's just just so serving. I have to yeah. say, oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, uh, it's probably his big ass balls. Yeah, it, it, it could be these balls. I mean, I'm just sitting on these things. I have not done a lick of work today. Uh, no, I've watched. I know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm taking advantage of well, well, well. And, uh, Sullivan's distracted talking to those two. I'm like shoveling dirt in, like just huge shovel loads of dirt. I'm filling the doorway with dirt. And uh, Sullivan, I, uh, I, I know this is probably not a good time. I, uh, I need an advance in my paycheck. Oh well. I already gave you an advance today. Yeah, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need like the next. Uh, you want the next one too? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna need fine. the next one advanced. So it's just the last. So the advance I gave you today was sort of the third advance. So this is now. It's this fine. Is, Don't know it. We'll we'll I'm eventually need, figure uh, out. It's it's gonna be five advances. No, and I understand because you know we're all trying our best. He's already like writing the check for you. He's, like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see. <clears throat> Pushing through the dirt pile that you made. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Dogen are three Grimlocks. And Grimlocks are just nasty looking, fucked up guys. They have their brow is so uh, deep down, sort of a, 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 what's his name, you know, from Highlander, that they are blind. Um, and they have stringy long hair and a bald crown, and they're kind of, and these are clearly teenage Grimlocks, and Sullivan knows them well. And so you could see he's already, as he hears them come in, and it's the three of them, and he hears there's, there's three, and one of them goes like, well, it looks like we're going to start messing this place up. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> it's like that's way ahead of do. you. Yeah, this guy gets it. Oh, uh, maybe we should maybe we should knock over one of the shelves. And the third one goes, I know exactly what he was saying. And Sullivan says, please, no, the Grimlocks are back. Can you guys please take care of it? Ah, Christ. All right. I guess I can uh, I can get off my balls for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. It's so tempting to sit on them. Oh, man. I've had thoughts. It's uh, it's actually it is one of the most wonderful feelings. Sorry, do you have room? Oh yeah, actually, hop hop right on. You can. Wow. Uh, I'll move. I'll move over to the left one, and then you can get on the right oh, one. Oh my and, god! Uh, Wait, yeah. is that a massage function? I feel on my back. <laughs> oh yeah, I had that installed last week. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, necromancer put that in there. It's it actually uses the uh, <laughs> uses the, uh, the 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 leg bones of a lot of uh, dead men. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing what they're doing with uh with magic nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys are just like having this conversation and the Grimlocks are like looking at you, like expecting you to say something. And the, the, the bigger, dumber one goes, what? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What's you up? Sit on, are, 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 do you want to sit on my balls right now? Is that? No. Oh, hey, look, there's a little bit more room in the front. Uh, I think I can get uh, one or two of you right here, and then I think around the back. Roll, roll uh, a persuasion are, check. Are Grimlocks tall, or are they goblin size, or how big are they? They're like medium size, a little bigger. 15 persuasion. These ones are teenage, so they're like kind of just medium size. 
Yeah, you see one of them, he's like, the big guy's like, oh, the bald looks comfortable. And you see the leader one is like, hey, knock it off. We're not going to sit on no no nasty Verdan's balls. Hey, come on now. Come on now. Why, why are you going to throw that in there? Excuse me, gentlemen. Nasty? Uh, when you guys came in here looking to cause trouble, it seems you may have already caused a little bit of trouble with me without even realizing it. Did you notice that beautiful pile of dirt that you just knocked out of the way? I'm going to need one? you guys to go back outside, take some trowels, and put that back to how it was before, because I will not be having this. You don't want to mess with that guy's dirt. Oh, yeah? What's he going to do about it? Hey, hey, come on. Come on now. Let's not use that language What did he say? What did he say to me? Look, I'm not going to repeat what he said. Okay, can you... All right, well, write it down and tell he me later. He says that your dad's fat. And you see him shaking his head no and going, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, come on now. You, you don't say that about any of our fathers. I don't have a dad. I'm, I was born an orphan. Yeah, he doesn't I said that. have a dad. I said that. Didn't you guys hear me monologuing that while you were waiting outside? <laughs> no, we, were, we weren't listening. We, I hit we him with have... my shovel. All right, roll initiative. 